Prescribed truth, we giving you what the doctor ordered. Jamal Bandy, apologist, the Lord's servant. We undeserving, but Christ changed our mind frame. In a world full of errors, the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth. Welcome back, everybody, to Prescribing Truth. I'm Jamal Bandy. This is your first time listening to this on your various podcast apps. Please um, leave a review. That lets me know what you think of the show. I really appreciate it. Um, hopefully, you're watching this live on YouTube every Sunday at 6 p.m. I try to stream live on YouTube. On tonight's episode, I'm actually uh, streaming a little bit later because I had to travel. I am in Atlanta, Georgia right now um on training for my job and so i was like well i'll bring my laptop with me and i still want to go live and um, be able to talk to you guys and share what you was on my heart and um and record this podcast so thank you for coming on thank you for listening uh first off i want to give a shout out to some new patrons y'all man i am thankful man usually if i'm shouting out a patron i'm like shout out like one at a time but this time this time i get to shout out three new patrons y'all woo woo ad robles shannon and Miguel Davila, thank you so much for joining me on Patreon. Thank y'all for your contribution, even if it's just one time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I greatly appreciate it. And you too, if you like to support Prescribed Truth, you can do so by joining me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash prescribed truth for only a dollar. You can help us out a lot as far as getting this content out, the the, the streaming software that it takes the to get this going and you know the project i'm working on trying to build a studio it really helps it really does so thank you so much for your contribution for those who give for my current patrons and for the new ones thank you so much and if you can support us i greatly appreciate it if not i appreciate your prayers on um, tonight's show i wanted to talk about being mindful being mindful of idolatry in our own hearts now this stems from a conversation that i had with a young man um dealing with an idol an idol that he didn't recognize was an idol. And it's this particular subject we were speaking about music, um, the type of music that we listen to, that we like. And he expressed that that certain type of music um, has content in it that blasphemes God, that disrespects God, but yet just like the song. I mean, you know, I mean, how many of us have gone through that? We, we, we like this. We like the beats. We like the sound of it and, and everything else. But man, that content, I mean, the content is openly blasting God and, and blasting what he stands for and what he approves and what he loves. Yet, we just can't stop listening to this song because we enjoy the sound. We enjoy the music. We enjoy how it makes us feel, you know. And I had uh, asked him to really, well, I gave him some, something to consider. Like, you know, if, if somebody that we love if it's like my my wife or my mother or somebody like that, it, that no, somebody that I love and care about, and I heard someone make a song that disrespected them and who they are, what they stood for, how would that make you feel? You know, how does that make me feel? And it was two things. It was two conclusions that I came out of that situation with. One conclusion is that it would make me upset because it's talking about my mother and I'm not going to want to support them. Like you're talking about my mom, you're talking about my wife, you're blatantly doing it. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to listen to your music. I don't care if I like the music or not. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to support you in that way because of who you're disrespecting. And so then I thought about it. The conclusion was that, man, do I, do I put my wife above God? 
And you'll say, Jamal, well, how is that so? Well, because if, I, if, the, if there's the same type of content that disrespects God, yet I say, oh, it's not a bit, you know, I mean, yeah, they, I mean, they don't, they don't, they were talking about God, but I mean, it's okay. I can still listen to it. No problem. You know, but then if I talk about my wife and I get upset and I get, and I get outraged and now I don't, and I want to throw it away. Well, I made my wife an idol. My wife is more important, more important, more reverenced, reverenced in my own heart than God. Then there's another. Maybe I'm idolizing the music. Maybe, yes, I know the content blasphemes God. I know that the ones who's making this song is disrespecting God and so on and so forth. Yet, I mean, I just, I got to listen to it. I feel like I cannot go without listening to this song. I mean, I can't, I, the rest of my life is not going to be right if I don't listen to this, this music. Well, at that point, then I've idolized the music. I've idolized the band or whatever case may be. And I, and I was telling the young man that I had the same, this same understanding of, that I went through was dealing with some hip hop songs. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's just a reality. And I remember um, a song that I used to love growing up, Annie Up by, by M.O.P. I don't know if y'all know about that, but Annie Up, that was my jam, man. Like I ride, I remember riding. I remember, I remember like riding in my car, man, just blasting, just blasting lyrics. And it was like, man, like, but just the content. I mean, I, when I really think about what the song is talking about and I love the instrumental. I mean, like the, the, the music itself, the instrumental itself just, just gets in. But listen to the content. This content is talking about kidnapping somebody, beating somebody, taking something from them. You know what I'm saying? That's what, it's, that's what the lyrics are talking about. Now, what does God say about those things? Are those things good or bad? Are they evil or, or what? You know? And I was thinking about the content of it. I was like, man, like, so, they, so in the song, oh, yeah, and then in the song, they do blaspheme God by calling, my, you know, using his name in vain. But, it's like, man, like, how can I be into this? Like, I used to, I mean, I'm not talking about just, just riding to the beat. I mean, because I can play an instrumental of the song. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I used to quote the lyrics and everything, just be jamming. You know, and I'd be getting into it, too. And he, uh, yap that fool. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. They kidnapped that fool. And I'm like, whoa, what am I saying? I'm, I'm actually, like, because it fits with this beat, I'm actually praising the fact that I want to kidnap somebody. And I know I may not, I know I'm not going to go out there and kidnap nobody, but what am I saying? What am I supporting in a sense? And I think about that in my own heart. Now, some of you may not have that conviction when it comes to certain music, but that's why I'm saying like, this is what I'm talking about, being mindful of idolatry in our own hearts. You know, what are we supporting? Now, this particular uh, song that the gentleman was talking about was you know, some rock music. And um, the, the artists or the band are, are atheists. And that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mean, they, they can be atheists and still make a song that still has truth in it. That's truth that's good, right? Um, but the content of the song would be very, like, anti-God, anti-religion, stuff like that. So that's what, that's, what we, that's what that was. And so we were just talking about that concerning music. Now, I wanted to make this podcast because not just, not just on the subject of music, but on anything. What is it in our lives that we put before God? We know that God is supreme. He's, he's supposed to be, should be, demands to be the head of our lives. What he stands for, we're supposed to delight in his laws, delight in his ways. What are we putting in front of him? What are we serving before him? 
And I would like to argue also, not was necessarily argue, but just put before you that even when we sin, I mean, just think about the sin that we commit in our hearts, in our minds, the things we do that we know that are contrary to the word of God. At that moment, that very moment when we thought in evil thoughts, we committed idolatry. Just think about that for a moment. We was idolatrous. We worshiped and served something else other than God. Let that sit for just a moment. Just think about that. When I tell a lie, why did I tell a lie? What was I trying to protect? God says he despises, he hates those who tell lies. He says the liar will have their place in the lake of fire. What, what was it that was so important that I had to lie? What was I, what, what was I um, idolizing at that moment? Whether it be my reputation, whether it be my, um, you know, my word, not wanting to be seen like I was false at that moment. Just, you know, was it myself or was I trying to protect myself so nobody would look at me funny or not, not trying to get in trouble? At the end of the day, I mean, I think it's, it's you. At that moment, you idolize yourself. Your, yourself is more important than God at that moment, at that very moment that you told a lie. What about when we, when we look at the opposite sex with lust or even the same sex, when we look at someone with lust, what is that? What is that? We've made either, we've either made that them, them, the person we're looking at an idol, or even once again, we're satisfying our own desires and our own lust, making ourselves the idol. And it can be so subtle. I think a lot of times, especially those of us who are formed, we know that we're born and born in sin, that we're sinful by nature. And it's only by the power of God that we are regenerated. Our hearts are changed that we go from loving our sin to hating our sin, from hating righteousness to loving righteousness. We, we know that. And we also know that because that happened, we still deal with sin. We still deal with it. But what does that reveal in us? What should that reveal in us? That we still have that struggle, that battle. Is that we still struggle with idolatry at the root of it. All of us. It's not because you happen to go see something, like go see a, a certain movie. It's not because you happen to celebrate a certain day or do this and do that in the third that you become idolatrous. It's not that. Every time you sin, thought, word, or deed, at the root of that is idolatry. There is something that you feel is more important than obeying God. When God says, thou shalt not, and then you still do. I hope that makes a little bit of sense. I hope you understand what I'm coming from here. Now, this should not make you feel comfortable to the believer, to the believer who's listening to this. This should not make you feel comfortable in your sin. This should not make you feel like, oh, I deal with this on a daily basis. Oh, well, it's just, you know, it's just another day. Like, no, this should have you run to the feet of the cross, to the feet of Jesus and cry out to him. Cry out to him constantly. 
cry out to the Holy Spirit to continually to wash you, to mold you and shape you into the image of Christ, because that's our sanctification. By the help of the Spirit, we're being made into the image of Christ. And then, and that's, that's what makes me so happy about the scripture that says that he who begun a good work in us will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. God will not give up on us. He won't stop the work that he started in us. But we still should be mindful of those blind spots, of those areas in our lives that show our idolatry. What are we idolizing? I realize in my own heart, in my own heart, sometimes it's my sinful pride. You know, me wanting to be right, me wanting to be at the top, me wanting to be at the center. And that's where my idolatry lies, idolizing myself. What is it that you, just, just self-examine your hearts. What is it that you put before God? Think about prayer time. We should be, the Bible says, pray without ceasing. What, what, is, what is keeping you from spending time with the Lord, getting that time alone with him? What is holding you back in that area? What are you, what are you rather doing than, than doing that? Getting into the word, reading God's word, being cleansed by his word, being convicted by his word. What is keeping you from that? Is it, is it you? There are things that you're trying to do, wanting to do, feel like you don't have enough time, quote unquote. I'm talking to myself too, y'all. <laughs> this is not just, not just you. This is us. This is us. In this particular podcast, I'm definitely reaching out to fellow believers. See, for those of you who listen to this who may not know Christ, and I hope that you would turn from sin. See how even as believers, we're still being mindful of our sin, knowing by which our strength comes from, knowing that it comes from the Lord, knowing that our only hope is in Christ. My hope is that you too turn from your sins and put your trust in Christ and him alone for salvation. That if you have a void in your life, you feel like you can't live without such and such, that you will recognize that that void it's truly because you need Christ. He's what you're missing. Not the alcohol, not the smoke, not the man, not the woman, not the things. Christ, he's it. He is what we need, what we desperately need. I hope you see that. I want you to think about what is it that you deeming to be more important? I always think about just the small things, y'all. My son playing, playing around, just playing in the room, having a good old time. And me getting harsh with him for just being loud, just being a child. What is that? What sin did he commit? And what was it that had me be harsh with him? When the scriptures tell me not to provoke my children to wrath or to anger, being unfair, it's myself. Was what I need, what I want is more important at this moment. My own selfishness. And now we know that selfishness <laughs> is definitely idolatry of self. <laughs> selfishness is idolizing self. We have to be mindful. Let's examine our hearts. Let's do that. And let's turn from that sin, turn from sin, where it is, where sin is present. There needs to be repentance. I praise the Lord. Our salvation is not predicated on how good we keep the law how perfect we keep the law. Praise God. Praise God, it is Jesus Christ who 
kept the law to a T and it's in him that we have righteousness. It's through him. It's his righteousness that we hold on to. And it's by him that we are justified, not in our own doing. But it's because he did that, because he first loved us. And by his spirit, we love him. And what did Jesus say? If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. So our obeying God, our striving is out of love. We don't make excuses because we're not perfect. That's not an excuse. It's because we're not perfect that we constantly find ourselves at the feet of Christ. I got a link to our Discord server, man. Y'all, y'all come on to Discord, man. You don't have to be a patron to do so. You can just come on to the link is in the description. You can come on to this Discord server, man. We have some good conversations there. We're building a good community. Really thankful for it. Now, here I just looked up a few texts, scripture that mentions idolatry, that talks about idolatry. And I'm just gonna read them off to you. Therefore, this is Colossians 3 5. Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. Colossians 3, 5. So that's what, basically what I was saying earlier. That these sins, think about it. Consider, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, dead to impurity, dead to passion, evil desire, and greed. These are things that satisfy you. But Paul says these things amount to idolatry. We're serving ourselves and instead of serving God by committing these sins. 1 Peter 4, 3. For the time already passed is sufficient for you to have carried out the desire of the Gentiles, having pursued a course of sensuality, lust, drunkenness, carousing, drinking parties, and abominable, abominable idolatries. And I, I, I think the significance of me reading these texts of scripture to you guys is that idolatry isn't that you're just worshiping something as bowing down the knee or, you know, or bowing the knee or um, throwing your hands up at something, you know, and, and worship. Like, it's not always that, you know, that, you have, that you're worshiping in an image. So, you, so, no, you may not be standing in the mirror, seeing yourself in the mirror and worshiping you. Like, like, you know, like praising you, you're probably not, you're probably not doing that. You're not, you're not being that extreme, but in the sins that we commit, we are indeed committing idolatry. It amounts to idolatry. Look what um, God says to uh, Samuel. He uses uh, Samuel, let me not say to Samuel, said in Samuel concerning um, Saul, for rebellion is as, as a sin of divination and insubordination is as iniquity and idolatry because you have rejected the word of the Lord. He has also rejected you from being king. That's first Samuel 15, 23. Those are Samuel's words to Saul. But look what he said. For rebellion is as the sin of divination and insubordination is as iniquity and idolatry. Insubordination. What is that? What happens when you're, what is it that happens when you're insubordinate? <laughs> you disobey in command. You're disobeying one who's in authority, our sin. When we commit sin, we've disobeyed God. It is iniquity. It's also idolatry. 
is also one of the fruit of the works that I say fruit, <laughs> one of the works of the flesh in Galatians 5.20. First Corinthians 10.14 tells us to flee from idolatry. So this should be our, this should be our attitude when it comes to idolatry. Flee from it. What is an idol in your life? What are you holding on to so dear that the Lord God hates? I remember when I was, uh, after hearing the gospel, and it, was and it was wrestling, I was wrestling with it in my mind for a time. And I, I believe the Lord was really working on my heart. And I really believe the Lord like, saved me then. And I was just wrestling with this, coming to grips with my own sin. And it was in that, it was in that moment that I recognized that I have, for all my life, loved my sin and truly hated God. I love my sin. My, and it was all because of things, it was because of things that I wanted to do that I found pleasure in. I was serving myself. Praise God for his mercy. Praise God for his grace. So let's be mindful of that, guys. So when we think about idolatry, we're talking about worship. We're talking about a worship of things, serving of anything else other than God. What are you serving? Now, it's important that we define these terms correctly. What I don't want to happen, I don't want anybody to do when they leave here, is that they deem something an idol that may not truly be an idol. You think about the things where you say that you can't live without, that you just got to have this. And if you don't have this, you don't know what you'll do. Like your life depended on it. That may be an idol. That may be something that you're serving because you're willing to do what it takes to hold on to it. But then there may be things in your life that may not necessarily be an idol. But examine your heart. Examine your heart to see if it is what you love so dear that's above God. I think about that when it comes to my family, when it comes to, when it comes to this podcast, <laughs> when, it, when it comes to prescribed truth as a whole, when it comes to things that I want to do, my job, and, you know, it's just, I have to think about all of that. Are these things more important than God? Am I, am I putting these things before God? And if the answer is yes, then I need to step back. I need to step back. I need to go to the Lord. Turn from that. Turn from that sin. Trust Christ. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope this has, may have been helpful to somebody who's listening to be mindful of idolatry, even if it's just to uh, to draw your attention to areas in your life that you may not have thought about. If there are something that I missed, uh, those of you who are listening, feel free to leave comments or whatnot, uh, your thoughts or concerns or anything. Uh, please do so. I greatly appreciate it. Um, but that's all I had. So remember, this world is full of errors. But the only thing that the doctor prescribes is truth. Blessings. <laughs>